Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. Hey, my name is Candle. I'm a singer songwriter, and that is my real name. <laughs> My name is Louise Burns. I am also a singer, songwriter, and uh, co-writer of Better Man. And uh, yeah, I got no interesting facts. I'm just a human being, but really I'm an alien <laughs> in a human's body. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that um, makes sense. I'm not surprised. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. In today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Better Man by candle um i want to start with the lyrics of this song what is this song about and what inspired you to write it uh it's a pretty heavy subject for me uh like many women in the music industry i was mistreated and abused and ended up in a very bad situation so this song kind of became a a therapeutic tool to find courage to put into words what had been done to me and uh, turn it into something, you know, that gave me more strength and helped me get my power back rather than just feeling like a victim and helpless. Um, w- yeah, we started when- <laughs> heavy, didn't we? Yeah. No, I... <laughs> hey, that's good. Music, music is therapy, so... <laughs> You know, you got to certainly is. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do to just let it all out. Um, so you can hopefully, you know, move forward and uh, find the light. So, but yeah, I had, I did not know that what that's what it was about, uh, based on, you know, listening to it. So, um, was when you were writing this, was it kind of just literally like you wanted to treat this as therapy and you had this thought on your mind. So the lyrics were just kind of flowing or was it something in particular, like maybe um, a guitar riff that you were playing around with that really inspired this lyric? No, I think for this one, it was more, I wrote it the very day that I felt ready to write it. If that makes sense. Yeah. I had been very, sad and felt very weak for so long and that was the day I got angry (laughs) where I kind of put my foot down and realized hey this is not my fault and I don't like this and I just picked up the guitar and started writing it from a a place of power for the first time and Mm -hmm. kind of trying to rewrite my own story in a way that that didn't make me so vulnerable Mm -hmm. Uh, were you both in the same room writing this together or did you write um, alone? No, I uh, I started writing it on my own. And one thing I love to do is write a song to what I think is like 90% or mm-hmm. almost done and then bring to Louise, who's like a songwriting legend, and be like, okay, make <laughs> it better. So she just picks it like, oh, we need a different chord here. This line doesn't work. Let's try this, sing that, and just fine tunes it up to make it better which I love a great talent uh-huh. of hers. <laughs> I like to give songs Botox. I just kind of like touch up here and there. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like um, it was already good, but let me exactly. make it <laughs> Just a little here, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. 
did you kind of know, Luis, like where you wanted to um, help Candle like take it like to that next level? I th- right yeah, I think bat? so. I've, I mean, Candle and I have been writing together for like 12 years and different projects. So I know her pretty, oh, wow. I know her pretty well. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I, I was familiar with the story behind the song, which was really important to, of course, uh, really try to convey the emotion of the, the strength that she wanted to, 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 to feel rather than feeling like a victim and sort of having a little bit more of a solemn tone. The song needed to be kind of cheeky and a bit of like a fuck you to the person involved and like the situation. So it, I mean, Candle's very clever yeah. with her lyrics, the lyric, um, I would make a better man than you. I mean, that's just like, it says everything <laughs> yeah. and it's so simple and, and like not many people can really do that with their words. So, I mean, with Candle, I rarely even say anything with lyrics because she just kind of knows how to do that already. Um, but yeah, just a minute, like just re- refining a few lines here and there and making like some parts pop. And I think I came up with the little, tr- uh, <laughs> I was going to say trombone, the trumpet line at the beginning um with a yeah little, you did little thing called splice i'm obsessed with i got splice which is an, an <laughs> online sample bank subscription service that i got like two years ago and i just was like going nuts with it last year when we were working on the song so i was like well this is really fun let's put this in the beginning and it kind of just gave a little bit more of that like retro new no doubt kind of feel to it <laughs> i don't yeah. want to say ska because it's like it's not a ska song <laughs> It's a little influenced by Gwen Stefani's like whole vibe for a second there, but um, (laughs) just for a minute, yeah. And then of course Liam O'Neill, who's also helped with a chord or two in this song. He he's an actual very gifted musician in general. He replayed those trumpets. Is that right? He did right, Candle. Oh, he did. Yeah, he plays saxophone, and he's um, the fifth member of Kings of Leon. And oh. he's just so talented. He's been a good friend of Louise and myself for a very long yeah, time. And basically, uh, yeah, Louise and I were playing South by Southwest and we mm-hmm. realized that we were too old to party and we didn't want to go out. <laughs> so we just worked on songwriting on, and had our garage band and splice up. And we were just trying to get this song ready before we headed over to Nashville to yeah, meet up with Liam. the best way I've ever spent to South by Southwest and just like a, just a little LaCroix and uh which is how Canadians pronounce it even <laughs> yes. though I know it's LaCroix yeah and salads salad. and LaCroix like a bunch of yeah I mean this is uh I I'm much more into that because I'm more productive that way and I know you are too Kendall so we just really spent our time taking care of our bodies and our minds and then we finished the song long walks yeah. and our running <laughs> so shoes. functional footwear I love it but they think that without the whole, what yeah. I'm trying to say is like Candle rarely needs help um, with lyrics. It's more just like, I like to help tidy things up and, you know, trim the fat and add a little mm-hmm. sparkle here and there. Just again, like, like a Botox doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be your new producer name. Totally. Yeah. I actually really, really love that. I've never heard anyone refer to themselves like from producer standpoint as that. And that's just... I, I totally can see that. That's like super, yeah, on point. I'm going to credit you as that in the Please release do. tomorrow. <laughs> Go talk. Go TikTok. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, did you guys, um, did you guys have any problems at all or Candle, did you have any problems when you're writing this song, just hit like a writer's block or anything like that? Uh, no writer's block, but I, I definitely had like several waves of fear that followed writing the song um, in order to 
get out of this bad situation I was in. I, I had to go in about a year long legal battle and, oh. and I'm, I'm not actually allowed to like discuss in detail what happened to me or anything. So when I wrote that song, I, I started panicking a little, like, is just this too much, even though right. it's lyrics, it's art, it's music. Like, is this gonna be something that can come back and attack me or am I, you know, crossing a line here? with everything I've just agreed to do, but, uh, I got over that. I mean, I mm-hmm. still feel it a little bit and it's out tomorrow, so we'll see, Yeah, but you can't really stop an artist from creating, and especially when it's something that has been such a huge part of their lives. Absolutely. That's what we do. We, we reference our own experiences mm-hmm. for art. And I mean, so. unfortunately what Candle's been through is going to be a very relatable topic to a lot of women and, and men out there. So mm-hmm. I think that the, what, to write about this kind of thing is really, it's really hard because of everything Candles just said, but it's also just so important for, for music and material like this to exist. So people can see themselves and, and feel mm-hmm. like not like they're not going crazy and like they're not losing their minds in this sort of like horrible mind state of dealing with such a traumatic experience, which of course no one can talk about, but I think everyone can kind of find meaning in that. Everyone can can sort of relate to that that one thing that just kind of devastates you and then you say fuck that and then you you kind of like find a way to get over it and process it in a really healthy way and uh yeah I mean I think the song says a lot without saying anything specific (laughs) (laughs) yes got away with it well I really love the instrumentation in this song I actually really love that guitar picking I think it's happening I think in the second verse it uh, comes yes. in. Um, it's kind of like uh, it just creates another ear candy and another melodic hook. And not sure who was in charge of that one, but I well, actually, really thanks like to it. our our pal Liam in Nashville, we formed like a super group for just a couple of days in the studio while we were there, and uh, we had this great producer friend Ben Simonetti he does like the Zach Brown band and stuff he's more country but he's totally legendary and such a sweetheart and between the two of them they just pulled these amazing musicians for us we had uh the guitar player's name was Joe how do we say I, his last name Louise? yeah I, I always get confused too because it's like in my mind I'm like it's Piazpia but Piazpia I don't know but it's he's fucking amazing <laughs> I'll have to Instagram yeah, he's been around, like, he was in, was it Katie Lang's band? Yeah. He's been around a long time. He's just nothing but love and smiles and so, so talented. He played pedal I steel. I want to say it's Pasapia. Like, oh. I think it's Pasapia. I yeah, hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> and we had uh, Julian from Band of Skulls on drums, and he's like a real one-take wonder. Just an absolute solid professional so good so good so we we just showed up in this beautiful studio in nashville with these guys that hadn't even heard the song and they started doing their nashville charts which louise and i were desperately trying to understand (laughs) where they just do the numbers instead of the chords and we were like yeah okay (laughs) can we have one with yeah that was very uh (laughs) that was a big eye-opener for me as uh just being did you ever figure it out no I just forgot I forgot (laughs) it's kind of like it's like learning another language like if you don't actually have to use it then you don't really ever bother to learn it which is horrible but the Nashville charting is something that's super common in studios for session players 
specifically in Nashville, but it does branch out to like Los Angeles and like all the major studios and Vancouver too. But I've never, never had encountered it again. Like I've always just been okay getting by with like C, C, because I'm a bass player. <laughs> no, I don't need charts. I just need the root note. Like no one yeah. cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they, what is it? They, they, they say what key it's in and then it's like, oh, this is a third chord of this key. This is the fifth. And then you add a seven. Like the, it's just numbers. Yeah. I would love to yeah. know, but we, we didn't bother. <laughs> yeah. Running. Yeah. Just, yeah. What can you do? We're still <laughs> yeah. old school. <laughs> well, uh, I need the alphabet. Yeah. I would, I would too, <laughs> you know? Um, well, yeah. I want to, I want to know what uh, your favorite, both of you, what your favorite lyric line is in this song. Ooh. I think for me, it's just, just the starting line, just cause it, it, I didn't know what I was going to say until I mm-hmm. began. And it's one of those rare songs that actually just wrote all at once. I didn't go back and rework anything. And it, it's just so simple. I was just saying like, I don't want your retention, your attention. I just wanted respect. And that to me kind of sums up yeah. everything. Like as a female musician, that's so often an issue and you get a lot of attention for being a woman. And a lot of it is about your, your body and mm-hmm. your looks and what you can sell as a sexy singer and stuff. And, and all you really ever want is to be respected and be equal. Yeah. And that to me was like the start of this whole problem for me in my career of, of not being taken seriously. And for me, it's the chorus line. As I said before, I think it's just like, I love a simple yet brilliant line. I myself have a really hard time doing that in my own writing. So when someone can say something that's so clever and so (laughs) just like memorable and catchy and it fits phonetically perfect into, into the melody, it's just real tasty. (laughs) thanks please you're welcome you're so welcome (laughs) do you ladies have a favorite production element oh um i think for me like the bridge section louise had reworked a little bit and changed some chords around to make it prettier where i was still gonna like scream all the way through and once we were in the studio and we had that idea going we had joe start playing the pedal steel and louise adding all these beautiful harmonies and i just love that element of it because it's like a total scene change and it helps the dynamics of the song just pretty like full-on like almost marching band angry woman (laughs) and then we just break away for this like intimate pretty escape and then we come back yeah that part's really fun psychedelic moment ah yes um, well, the song sounds like it came together pretty naturally, um, but do you have any other cool, interesting facts about this song that we should know about? Oh, I don't know, Louise. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a funny Nashville thing that happened. Do we see a celebrity or something funny? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we saw anything fun. I'm just just a whole lot of country. Yeah, it was just kind of actually it was just kind of funny in general. Like you and I were like on this weird sort of like plutonic romantic journey, journey through the United States, <laughs> like the southern United States together. <laughs> just like tromping along like, oh, we're in Austin. Now we're in Nashville. Like, you're just kind of a funny, weird <laughs> little moment in last year. I think we started the day at the country uh, music 
Hall of Fame yeah, we did. Is that what it's yeah, called? We yeah, we loved that. That was great. We <laughs> saw Casey Musgrave's crazy outfit oh, and yeah. Emmy Lou Harris's guitar. And I saw my my husband, Chris Christopherson. And um, <laughs> I think, yeah, the, it was kind of funny too to reflect though, not to like, I, I hate like being like all like universal, let's all join hands, kumbaya, like it's the pandemic or whatever. But like, <laughs> it is pretty crazy that that amount of creativity was, was, uh, was done in such a in such a time where we could just like remember we could just fuck off to Austin like we can't do that yeah. anymore it's just crazy I know yeah. and from remember South by Southwest remember <laughs> like being on an airplane for 17 hours like there's there's little parts of me yeah. I, I often find myself traveling to write for I just find it more inspiring yeah. when I'm on the road I like writing when I'm away from my home um and it's just so strange now to reflect that that we can't do that because uh, it's a huge part of creativity for me is just being in new environments yeah. and exposed to new people and new ideas. And it's uh, I'm really glad that we got to do that while we did because who knows when we can do that again, yeah. <laughs> except like I Zoom know. or whatever. I've done sessions on Zoom. It's just not the same. Oh, oh yeah. It's not I can't imagine. <laughs> I just have the weekly meetings with the team and like I just... Oh, I've done like a pro I need tool. like a bunch of yeah. herbal teas and a massage. Just like <laughs> I've done like a few split screen writing sessions where there's like someone shares their pro tool session and everyone's working on it, but it's like the leg like, oh, time is so intense. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah. it works, but it only works when you're like, okay, let's reconvene. And then someone does all the, the work and then <laughs> and so it's just like, yeah, I am um, fond of that whole idea of just being able to travel and be inspired and create that way. Yeah, and I feel like almost every song Louise and I've done together, it's always like we either are on tour or visiting each other somewhere yeah. and we pick up the guitars and the keyboard for a while and then we end up with some sushi and wine yeah. and having a laugh and <laughs> totally and we're like, Oh, the song's done. Yeah. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> totally. How'd that happen? How'd that happen? Oh. Well, I know that this subject of this song is really heavy for you and um I know that you can't uh really say anything specifically like what happened to you but um i think that you created both of you created something very beautiful and like louise said like it's just got to be heard you know it's super it is super relatable and it's um hopefully I don't know. Hopefully it'll inspire other artists that may find themselves in the same situation to um, to really reflect and hopefully figure out ways that they can get out of it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm sorry to hear that you had to go through something like that. Yeah, it wasn't ideal, but, uh, you know, coming out of it. I can't help but feel stronger and yeah. wiser and more motivated to keep doing this, even though it's there's so many challenges. My first time ever being an independent artist and having to fund things on my own and pull everything off by myself. But I have full control and I have my power back. And going through all of that, I had a million and one reasons to quit and give up. And coming out of it, I realized that I didn't, I didn't want to. And I felt like I still had a purpose and that was songwriting and sharing this music that I make about real subjects a lot of the time and really heavy issues. And I just couldn't stop. 
I've refused to give up. So I guess, you know, resilience, positivity and strength can go a long way. But boy, it was a journey many years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Candle, can you tell the lovely listeners where they can download and stream Better Man when it's released and then also where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, Better Man as of tomorrow, July 9th, will be available everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, we'll have it up on Bandcamp as well. And probably SoundCloud. I'm not sure who uses SoundCloud, but I know we have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, just most I mostly update things and share news on, on Instagram, which is just Candle Osborne. With a K. That's my weird name that my mother gave me. <laughs> awesome. And Louise's is just her name too, right? No, you're Louise C. Burns on Instagram? Um, what am I? Louise Burns Music. Ah, <laughs> oh, Louise Burns yeah, Music. I forgot for a second. Too many other Louise Burnses out there. There are. It's a very popular British name. Very popular. <laughs> is it really? A lot of like angry British Karens that have the name Louise Burns. is pretty funny. Oh, and really? The, uh, and one of the twins from The Shining. This is the oh, things you learn when you, what? when you Google yourself. Yeah, Lu- Lisa and Louise Burns are the twins from The Shining. So, oh my God. That's what, that is the, yeah. the most fun fact I've heard in a long time. That is actually my fun fact about me. And if I ever check my DMs <laughs> on Twitter, which is once a year, I honestly don't even think about that kind of thing. But when I do, it's a bunch of weirdo fans from like Comic Con being like, hey, no, it was really nice to get a photo with you. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, really? Sorry to disappoint you. I'm not sure what gave it away. The photograph of me or like (laughs) everything on my page is not related to that. It just, it's pretty cute. But uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. I think I've emailed her a few times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My my ex-boyfriend's family has emailed that person as well a few times. It's kind of very common name. I don't, I don't have the unique little candle flame going on here. I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't cool in the 90s, I assure you. I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> it's cool now, maybe. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All the weird names going on. I'm finally in. <laughs> now you're cool. Yes. Took a while. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for coming on Sound Scrub and letting me in. Thank you for having yes. us. I really enjoyed learning about Better Man. Thank you. <laughs>
To download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening.